I'm very good at work. I have a good, you know, I have a, another side of me. But then there's like, you know, Gabby, who you know, we all we all done seen that Gabby, you know, um, explainer gets down with it and you know working at the club and there's dollar bills being thrown up in their hair, you know. I thought he was gonna go crazy, crazy clean. Oh, then there's that Gabby who. So and she actually has one of the people from the multiple personality, you know, yeah. it's like, she turns to you and she's like, I'm Shelby now. And just starts wiping every fucking thing down. And, you know, like, dude, she'll back you in the same spot for like 45 minutes. <laughs> Most girls you do know? that when they, like, get blackout drunk, they have the alter ego. Most don't do it when they decide no, to clean the house. Saying. It's a multiple personality disorder. I'm Shelby But if she's cleaning and you're not cleaning, boy, you're getting crocheted. Mm. You know, like, what's that fork doing in the sink? You know what it's doing in the sink. I just finished lunch, bitch. I'm not, you know, but here's my thing. I'm an end-of-the-day dish guy. Are you a... Bro, a, you are not a dish guy, period. What do you mean? You aren't a dish guy. I, I do dishes. You do no dishes. I do do dishes. Hey guys, welcome back to the Millennial Mentality Podcast. I am your host, Nick Agnelli, here with my co-host, Peter Price. What's happening? And our guest today is Gabby Adamowitz. Hey. So, uh, <laughs> Gabby and I have known each other a good amount of time, exactly 26 and a quarter years, because she's my sister. <laughs> we have a live audience today of my fiance, Paige, one of our good friends, Kelly Spriggs, and uh, Matt Adamowitz, my brother-in-law. <laughs> and uh, as always, guys, thank you for watching, listening, viewing, and subscribing. Continue to uh, tell your friends and family. It means the world to us. Yes. A few announcements. Uh, we have an event December 4th coming up. It's a Saturday. Yes. It's going to be at Four Night Club right next to 123 Dentura. It's for a cause. Um, we are being um, in, in cooperation with the Hangry Project, which is a local nonprofit that delivers food to local skate parks and local parks where kids um, make sure they have a meal every day. Uh, so it's a really good uh, cause. It's going to be from 7 to 10 at Four Night Club December 4th. Please be there. Um, it's just for a great cause, and we're going to party. Yes. So. That, me and Pete are dropping a clothing line. Yes. Um, merch so, coming soon. Yeah, merch I coming out. I got one to wear today. What happened? I know. It's coming. Um, coming soon. <laughs> so we're going to do a 48-hour drop. We're going to give details about that, but a 48-hour drop, and then merch. We're going to have five designs come out. Uh, it's a limited drop, so please uh, pick it up as fast as you can. Yeah. It means the world to us for your support, and uh, yes. And then, lastly, to Gabby. Hey. Thank you for coming on today. Thank you for having me. We are so excited. Um, Gabby, I've wanted to have on since the get-go, uh, but she's a sister, and I didn't want to start a podcast and like the second podcast in say, "Hey, this is my sister. She came on." You know, it's like a little <laughs> sus. So, um, I want to bring Gabby on because she's probably one of the most amazing people I've ever met in my life. Um, oh, she's like a, uh, a better version of me. God, I'm getting corny today, boy. I'm gonna warm her up. No. It's okay. I like that. Uh, she's a better version of me. She's oh, she's more considering, more kind. She's smarter with her words. Um, she sometimes doesn't take the advice she gives, but she gives amazing advice. Uh, and I really wanted to pick her brain because she has amazing perspectives, and I think she she brings a lot to the table. So, Gabby, thank you for coming on today. Thank you for saying that I'm better than you. <laughs> well, I mean, in some ways, you know, I didn't say like totally. For, for, Gabby did win best all around at Dwyer though, as a as a. No, that's a lie. Was that? That's a lie. What'd you win? Did I? No, no, I didn't. I won best laugh. <laughs> okay. And I won best friend forever with Emily Glover. Shout, Shout out Emily. Shout out Emily yeah. Glover. Did you win any? Uh, what the fuck? Uh, Most changed since freshman year. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't be more accurate yeah. to be honest. You went from straight edge to trap and fucking yeah. <laughs> I earned that one. 
Oh, uh, did you? I did not. I did not <laughs> yeah. know that. I didn't even know that was a fucking superlative. But... Yeah, yeah. It's like, it could be good or bad, really. I'm embracing so, it. I choose to embrace it. Gabby, um, obviously I know you. God, it's weird calling you Gabby. Uh, but Gabby, I obviously know you so well. So I'm gonna ask questions that obviously I know the answers to. But for a lot of you guys out here listening or haven't talked to Gabby in a while, you probably don't know. So, um, you are a school psychiatrist. What's your actual job? Absolutely not. Okay. No. <laughs> a psychiatrist is a doctor that okay. would take a long, a lot more to get there. Okay. So, but it makes sense that you don't know my title. My title is a school behavioral health professional. My degree. That's a lot of <laughs> You know what I'm saying? My degree is in social work. So I have my MSW. So I went to school. I'll just, I'll help you out. I'll give you yeah, my background. Yeah, break it down. <laughs> yeah. I went to school at UCF. Go Knights. Go Knights. I got my bachelor's Ooh. degree in education because I thought I wanted to be a teacher. Okay. I uh, went Why did you not to my internship and um, I'll never forget it. There was this one boy. His name was Isaiah and um, it was in a school in Orlando and um, I was in a kindergarten class interning and he continued to come to school every day with the same socks and the same underwear and the same clothes and he was just very dirty and disheveled mm. every day. And I remember thinking specifically in the back of the room, like, there are so many kids out there that need help with life and happiness and comfort. And um, not that academics aren't important, but um, I just felt more of a calling to help them emotionally and socially. Um, and there's such a heavy hit on academics nowadays, which is important. But I feel like the social well-being of kids is so much more important. So... Um, I remember specifically sitting in the back of the classroom like, what am I doing? Mm. But I was so close to graduating, I was like, screw it. Let me just graduate, and then I'll figure out what I want to do after that. Graduated. was like, I hate school. I really don't want to go back to school right now. So I graduated. I went to Jacksonville with my now husband for a year and kind of just worked and hung out. And he was going to school in Jacksonville. And then um, I was like, well, let me go back to school for social work. Um, I was going to go for psychology, but figured social work was more broad. Went back to UCF, went and got my graduate degree in social work, and now I am back in Jupiter because this is where my fam is. That's right. And uh, I am working as a school behavioral health professional at a local school in Jupiter. So when you saw Isaiah there, right, in, in like you said, academics aside you saw that his social well-being wasn't being attended to you know mm -hmm. it wasn't being provided for what did you feel was it like an urge of anger was it an urge of like angst and like I want to help How, what was your natural reaction to that yeah I think all the above like you know you think here's this boy five six years old and there's so much that you want to do to help and then you get into the logistics and you're like I can't go home with him every day I can't bring him home with me every day you know, but just being there for him and just giving him a hug every day and making him feel comfortable and helping him make friends and develop relationships, that was always just so much more important to me than... Let's count to ten, you know. Not to negate the importance of that. <laughs> sure. I know it's important to, you know, learn. So what are the kind of things that you do in your job on a day-to-day -day basis? Yeah, so it's different all the time. So this position that I have actually just came out in the district, this is the third year. Um, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas happened down south. Yeah. 
and the state gave every school district a bunch of funding. And mm-hmm. Palm Beach County decided with their funding they wanted to get a new mental health, an additional mental health professional in every school in the district. So I think there's 170 schools in Palm Beach County. It's a huge district. And just for a second, for those watching that don't know, you're referring to the shooting at Stoneman Douglas, yes. right? In like Coral yes. Springs, I think it yes. was. there was a shooting down south. Um I don't want to misspeak. 18, maybe 18 or 19, one of the two. Yeah. 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 Um, and because of that, the state went into action, gave a bunch of funding to all of the different districts. Palm Beach County chose to put a different mental health professional into every school district. Mm. And that's when my job came about. So this is a brand new position. Oh. So um, it was a good thing. And it was a scary thing because they kind of put us in the schools and we're like, what do we do? Figure out your job. So it's a cool thing because you got to figure it out with your principal and with your admin and with your teachers and with your school counselor. Um, It was also difficult because, you know, every new job you want some sort of direction. Um, So it was a little difficult finding, you know, your groove. Mm. Um, Right now what I do is I do groups with students. So for social skills or my school counselor and I both do it. So for social skills or anger um, we have different curriculums like zones of regulation, which is emotional regulation and identifying your emotions. Um, I work a lot with like mediation. So if Bobby and Freddie are mad at each other because Bobby called Freddie a jerk, then I put them into a room and we talk. And why would you, you know, kind of like what kind of situation. age groups are you working with? It's a intermediate school. She works at. Okay. I do work at. Oh. I thought you said we weren't going to talk about that. But... Fuck me. That's what where I... the editing magic comes in. That's my job. I can fix that. No problem. He literally goes. Oh. And <laughs> yeah, that's going to get bleeped out. We're gonna yeah, no problem. Part. So what, um... really, you know, what age range are these kids that you're working with? Like I said. That was so good. Let's um, keep it nice they, and vague. Yeah. Fuck. They are ages <laughs> around ages 7 to 11, 12, okay. depending. And how are those kids getting linked up with you, you know? Is it something that I feel like at that age they're probably not signing up for themselves most likely? No. Um, I make myself known a lot. So I'm out for bus duty in the mornings. I go and do lunch duty. So they all know me as Miss A. My last name's a little difficult. Thanks, honey. Um, (laughs) So they all know me as Miss A, and they know that, you know, I always tell the kids that my job is to make you feel safe, comfortable, and happy while you're at school. Mm. Um, so they know if something's making them feel unsafe or unhappy or uncomfortable, then I'm the person to go to, along with my school counselor. So we have a mental health team at our school, and you know, there's a few of us that the kids know to go to if they're feeling uncomfortable. But we get referrals from the teachers. Um, parents will call the school and say, hey, Timmy's feeling sad, or this is happening at home. Can you keep an eye on him at school? Mm-hmm. Um, he's been having a hard time with so-and-so that kind of thing. So we get referrals from different sources. Is a guidance counselor still a position? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how do, you, how do you differ from that? So interesting question because um, there's really no deciphering. Like there's no difference. Every school is different. So um, like fine arts, like music and media. What do they call specials? Art. We um, used to call them specials. Specials. Yeah. Rather, fine arts, yeah. Or specials. Um, but a lot of school counselors are on the wheel, which means that they're a part of that group. Um, some BHPs, which is what my job is, some of those are on the wheel. So it, it kind of like depends on what school you're at and what your admin wants you to do. Mm. Um, in high school, a lot of school counselors are still doing more like scheduling and stuff, and that would not fall under our category. So like the high school BHPs are not doing any scheduling. But mm. so. 
when you have these cases that come to you and you're trying to decipher, is it real? Is it fake? Is Johnny really getting beat at home? Or is Johnny just looking for attention? How do you decipher what's, what's kind of real and what's not? Yeah. Um, it's very, very rare that a child would say mommy or daddy or stepdad or stepmom or boyfriend and girlfriend are beating me. That's not usually like the words that they would use. Or um, You look for signs, so you would look for markings on their body, you would look for them flinching whenever you go to give them a hug, you'd look for them not wanting anyone to touch you, not mm. making direct <clears throat> eye contact. Now that's not to say that if a child doesn't make direct eye contact with you that they're getting beat at home, that's yeah. not um, any direct correlation, but it's something that you can look after. Um, you know, if, they're, if they look like they're getting neglected, then there could be other things going on, so if they're coming in with dirty clothes or they don't have you know, proper hygiene, things like that. Um, so, yeah, I mean. Do you feel like you have a pretty good radar for it? Like, you know pretty. Yeah, but I'm also, like, super hypersensitive to it. So, like, I'll see a kid, like, in a in Publix, and he looks really sad, and, you know, normal human instinct is to judge yeah. what you see. So you'll judge the parent or you'll judge who they're with. And, you know, then I go around thinking, like, you know, bad things, which yeah. is kind of a a downfall. And then your heart, like, you know, sinks. I have a funny story a few Valentine's Days ago. Um, my husband and I got into a fight because I wanted to adopt one of my students. I was like, we're going home with him. He's mine. Oh I'm taking goodness. him. And Matt was like, honey, we can't. That's like, just take a kid. Uh-huh. Like, you can't put him in your car and take him home. I'm like, he's mine. He needs us. Uh-huh. Um so, yeah, I mean, there's definitely cases where you're, like... Pulls out your heartstrings. Yeah, right. like, you just feel like, I can help you. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you have to realize that you can't take every mm-hmm. kid away from from their horror, if there, are, if there yeah. is horror. So. You know, I, th- I thought about it now. You know, she does this profession. I think about it a lot. About how many kids we grew up with. And that just, not off. I'm not going to say seemed off. But you could definitely tell there was something else going on. What percentage of kids do you think deal with some type of social, it's not disability, social issues, um, as such as autism or Asperger's or what, you know, whatever it is? Well, I mean, I would say a high number if you're grouping that all together. I mean, if you're talking about people like kids that deal with abuse, there's definitely a percentage out there that I could look up um, of those that are reported. Yeah. Um, in terms of like, different diagnoses like spectrum and things like that there's also a number that I could probably look up that I just don't know but um I mean I think I always say this and I kind of joke around with it but everyone could get a diagnosis if they wanted to I I mean there's like if you look at the DSM it's like to have (laughs) you're too proud to admit that (laughs) (laughs) what would your diagnosis be what what would your diagnosis be Nick uh Tourette's (laughs) um ADD where do we start (laughs) oh yeah maniac (laughs) Tourette's (laughs) maniac yeah Yeah, that'd be a really good one for you okay I'm sorry Um, (laughs) no you're good Gabby, what did you want to be growing up? Um, my initial major in college was um, psychology. I want to be a psychologist. Okay. And then I was like, shit, I think you have to go get your doctorate, which you don't have to. But, like, you know, yeah. to be a psychologist, you need your doctorate. You think yeah, psychology like, probably plays a little bit of a role in what you do today, though, right? Yeah, totally. For yeah. sure. 
But I always hated school. Like, I didn't want to go to college. I'm with you. <laughs> I didn't. And then I was like... You went twice, though, yeah, huh? Yeah. And I don't know she how She just straight A's the second time around, though. Fucking trooper. I did pretty good, yeah. yeah. But uh, I think it's because I was paying for it. <laughs> yeah. I better get everything yeah. out of this yeah, that I, I possibly that. can. So That's it, what made me leave because I was yeah. paying for it. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> can either make you run yeah. or can make you I made it well. run. That yeah. sucked. Um, the books, too. The books were the worst, bro. Yeah. Three, four hundred dollars on books a semester? Fuck off. You yeah. get real creative, though. Like, you can share books with people. Yeah, 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 you yeah. can, like, rent them for on, like, weird websites. Like, you can get yeah. pretty creative when you're paying for it yourself. That's true. That's true. <laughs> or you just don't get the book. You right. don't do the assignment. <laughs> you just pray to God that you're going to pass this test. Yeah. Yeah. When, um, it doesn't work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, God. <laughs> Do you take what you see at work home with you? Is it hard to have that off switch when you know someone, mm. when they go home, is still dealing with the issues and you're not? Huh. Certain times, yeah. Um, I honestly try not to think about it. Like, I go home and I see my dog and I... How could you not? I mean, it... It's fair, though. I feel like you almost have to get yeah. yourself that way. Because then I would get in a fight with my husband every day about adopting kids. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. You know, it's tough. Like, a, imagine an emergency ER surgeon, right? Someone came in today, and they were working on him, and they lost him. Like, yeah. how do... I'm not saying how do they not take that home, but, like, that would be insane. I think there's all. a piece of you, though, that, like, almost goes numb to it. Like, if someone were to talk to me right now about a child getting abused where someone might like cringe I might just say like tell me more how do you like I like get more information sure instead of like you know almost like a cop too you right. know like you see these crazy things on a day to day basis that right. probably the average person couldn't handle but you must get it you you have to condition yourself to right. get it or else it. you're gonna crumble and then right. you know you can't you can't do that add job the value anymore. that you yeah, want right so what is the line, um, and we don't have to talk about specific cases, obviously that's private, mm-hmm. but what is the line where you step in and you're saying, I'm going to call you know, child services, and what, what, what really is the, mm-hmm. the strike rule on that? Um, so interesting, because in my graduate program, I actually interned with DCF, so I've kind of seen that side of it. DCF mm-hmm. stands for? Department of Children and Families. Okay. Um, and I was under a CPI, which is a Child Protective Investigator, so essentially, if you think that Nick is getting abused, there's mandated reporters out there. So basically everyone. I mean, honestly, like Good Samaritan law kind of thing. But um, doctors, teachers, nurses, all those kinds of professions, you're a mandated reporter. Um, I do have my suspicions about Paige. <laughs> oh, she's on to us? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like if... If you were to think that something was happening, yeah, it took you a minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, If you think that something was happening, then you would essentially, you would call the hotline, you would give all the information, and then on that same call, that um, person that answers the phone would say, we're either going to take this call or we're just going to document this and we're not going to move for, like, move on. Um which always sucks because you have these calls that in your gut you feel like something's wrong, but there's not enough proof and you don't give them enough information because you don't have enough information for them to actually take and proceed on with the call. Um, but it's interesting because, you know, everyone has this, like, perception of DCF and they come and they take these babies. And I was there for a year and didn't take – I took one. Mm-hmm. I took one baby. I didn't. 
the C- the investigator did. But, um, you know, so it's hard because if you're on the other side and you're calling and you know that it's very rare that anything's going to happen. I yeah. know that that sounds bad, but that's just kind of how it is. And that's just how our system works. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our whole system is based on reunification. They don't want kids to be taken from families. Of course, sure. who, who would want that? Yeah. But um, so it just kind of, it's a weird, it's a weird, like I've been on one side and now I'm on this side and I want to call them for help. But I also know that it's going to be very hard for them to actually do, do something. So. And do you feel sometimes there's a medium area where like, what do you feel about the foster care system or the, I don't know if this, if this is an actual thing, orphan care system. I guess it's all under one umbrella. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like sometimes that's even worse than like a semi- bad situation you know because at least they know the people in that semi-bad situation yeah you're about to take them from these people who are shitty parents but at least they know that this is home and i know these people and then put them in a completely foreign area yeah well that there's cases out there where there will be the worst sort of abuse and you take that child from their parent and they hate you because they love that parent more than anything Mm. else even though their parent is Physically, emotionally, you know. And what do you think, in your opinion, like what's... Better? Yeah. I mean, I guess it would depend on the case because there are foster families out there that do not do it for the right reasons. Yeah. Um, there was and a what's child. that? There's like a financial incentive from the yeah, government? Yeah, the government gives you like... A lot of money. No, people no, do it for the... For it's, right. But it's not a lot of money. It's like in the grand scheme of things. Right, right. I mean, it's, it's money. Money right. is money. Yeah. But it's nothing that... It's supposed to just support the needs right. of that child exactly. for the year, right? Exactly. So. And do you feel like when they take the, the, there's an offense, right? And the parents get a slap on the wrist or DCF comes and takes the kid for a week or whatever. Do you feel like in any of these cases, the parents wake up or the kid gets put back in the same situation? Um, I have seen cases where um, there was a case in Orlando where we had to go pick that this was the one. We took the child from the parent in the hospital um, right when she gave birth. Oh, shit. Um, And we delivered that baby to a foster family that was perfect. Like, looked perfect, I should say that. Looked perfect. Um, But I felt in my heart that it was a really good placement. And they had already had three kids that were like, I don't know, six, eight, nine, something like that. Um, and they already had the room set up and the crib and the food. Mm. And, you know, for a newborn, when you when you have older older kids, um, you know, it's a lot to get ready for a newborn. Mm. And they were so ready. Mom and dad were both there. The siblings were there. They were all so excited. Um, so there's definitely good cases like that. What and in a scenario question? like that where you say the child's taken away, like, right at birth, what are the circumstances that cause a decision like that to get made? Drugs. Usually drugs, yeah. So. And so it's not like the parent deciding that they don't want the child. Is it someone else stepping in and saying you're unfit? or? Um, well, usually like the parent that's giving birth has like two, three, four, five kids previous that are taken mm-hmm. from them that are in the state's possession. So, um, you know, when that seventh kid comes. and They're they, on someone's yeah, radar. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. And in some time, in some cases, it's just automatic. They just pull them. Mm-hmm. Now, in your personal life, now that you've seen all the benefits of what could be adopting and could be fostering a child, is that something that you want now in your personal life? Mm-hmm. 
Is that like a mm-hmm, like it's not agreed on? Mm-hmm, or like a... <laughs> no, it's definitely like um, we would love to have our own children, but it's always like for a very long time it's been a dream of mine to foster to adopt, foster to not adopt, adopt. But then you get attached to the kid and then you give him, like, I, I feel like. But I've always been the kind of person. You would get like, attached to the kid, Gab. Yeah, yeah. But then. Mm-hmm. Okay. You realize, listen. Wait, so what does that mean? You can foster a kid and keep him at your house just until a family wants to adopt him full time? So there's a lot of the times that um, government takes a long time. So, like, if court will usually give, let's say, the mom or dad um, got parental rights taken not permanently. Like this girl that gave birth to the baby, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If there wasn't an adoptive family there that picked up the baby, mm-hmm. that baby's going into foster. Right, right. You know, so cases right. like that. Right. So, but what but, do you, you made it sound like there was two options. You could mm-hmm. foster a kid and keep them and then yeah, foster so a kid Yeah, so some people not. just, like, okay, so think about it like fostering a dog. Yeah, right. Like, you can foster dogs until someone eventually adopts them, but you have no... Um, want to keep that dog for the duration. You of can their do life. that with children as well. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's there's foster families out there for sure that mm-hmm. that are amazing people that take kids in and then you know it takes months to year to years. Yeah, because like I said, the ultimate goal is always reunification. So there could be a mom that you know severely neglected their children, her child, because she was on some sort of substance or something. And the court mandates that she gets substance um, support or that she gets some sort of um, parenting class, things like that. And if she can prove that she's done all that over the course of year, two years, then she gets that baby back. The court's goal is to reunite the kids with their parents. Absolutely, yeah. Well, that's good. It's good, but... Does it, do things kind of slide under the radar because that's their mission? All I'm saying is if I've... If I have been told by the court to go to a parenting class once a week for a year, I can be a shitty parent but still make it to right. an hour class a week. Okay, I That's my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want, I want every child to be happy in their own home, feel safe with their parents. The, is the child, like, is, does their opinion get taken into consideration? So there is... That's a good question. Like, um, how do you take a, kid, a two-year-old kid for his word? I'm going to draw a blank really quick. In the court, there is a guardian ad litem, um, and they are Sounds essentially like a Harry Potter character. <laughs> guardian ad litem. It does. You're right. That's good. That's really yeah, funny. Right. That was really good. Thank you. I'm um, <laughs> um, and they are essentially like the speaker for the child. So they meet with the child, and they kind of take their wants and desires into consideration, and then they speak up at the court. Okay. For so they're the child's voice. Hmm. I'm learning a lot today, honestly. Yeah, this is interesting. Um, even my sister's job title. Right. Yeah. No, you're doing really good. Um, okay, Gabby, on a lighter note, yeah, you're talking so much about kids. Do you do you want to pop out a few anytime soon? What's that vibe like? Are you going to say it first on the Millennial Mentality Podcast? Well, it wouldn't be first. I mean... Wait, what? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I'm saying it wouldn't be the first time I I would say that I want kids. I want no. kids. Oh, I thought she was saying she's pregnant. Yeah, we thought maybe yeah, you had an announcement totally to make. Yeah, we're going to do it right here, not in front of my mom that or dad or anything. That would have been such a good episode, good. man. Yeah, we, I mean, mom and dad would watch it. Yeah. yeah, sorry. <laughs> maybe have me on in a little few months. Right. Okay, Okay. so next few months. We're trying. You tell us when it's time. <laughs> next 
next something. You know, this is so, this is very kind of <laughs> sus because this is my sister and brother. Let's see how many times each episode we can say <laughs> yeah, sus. Um, but isn't it crazy every time someone's like, well, we're trying, like. You know what that means. Yeah, I they're know. just straight fucking every night. I, okay. You know, like, what, like. I actually thought about that the other day. Like, I thought, like, oh, I can't wait to tell my dad. But then if you think about it, like, dad, <laughs> sus, we're pregnant. He's like. Like he knows how babies are made, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, funny. That's you know, so I'm not yeah. way off. You know, it's a, it's like yeah. it's like good for you. You know. Yeah. Do you want a boy or a girl? So weird. I actually just said this the other day. I always wanted a boy. I want a boy for sure. But now that I have Amelia, my niece, I'm like super stoked for her to have like a best friend. Yeah. Not that she can't be best friends with a boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. but. Like a girly, I'm just not a girly person. Mm. Okay. So I, and I like imagine Matt like coaching sporting mm-hmm. things. But you can do that like, like uh, teams, that's the word I was like. Like girl dad, like she could play softball. Oh, and, for sure. Yeah, He'll yeah. do that too. But I just, I love boys. Like growing up, my best friends were boys. Like honestly, I can only think of a few girl good friends that I had. But like growing up, I was. Always hanging out with the boys, Super chill, and yeah. not like in like a relationship way, yeah. like strictly like these are my friends. Like yeah. she was one of the very random, like r- uh, rare girls that like said I have a lot of boyfriends, but like they were actually boy yeah. friends, you know. What's yeah. like the ideal number of kids? <sighs> really, That's three. A good question. Yeah. Three what happens kids. if you keep pumping girls out, and you've got three? Mm. Mm. You just keep going until you get the boy. Then we go back to that fostering. Uh, <laughs> good, one. good one. Okay, fair yeah. answer. Pete, what do you think of the name Nolan? Um, right. Nolan. <laughs> Hi, my name is Nolan. There's gonna be a Nolan watching this one day, maybe, possibly. Oh, I'm gonna roast him then too. I know someone whose last name we is Nolan. Liked so I have a Nolan. Hard time we liked Nolan. We liked it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not on our top anymore because you and my sister can't get over I it. I think of Nozzle Nolan. You know the company. You oh, only think of that because Marina said that. What? You only think well, of that. Well, now she said it. Once I you say it, it's hard where to unthink about up, it. Where you fucked up is you told anyone in this fucking family. I know. You tell anything to anyone in my family within 24 to 48 hours. It's everyone knows wildfire, and everyone's like, "Oh, they're gonna tell like their family best friend or like like their you know one person a day within forty eight hours." Everyone knows. Yeah. Everyone's done talk shit about it. Everyone, you know. Yeah. Um, but then we go to like family dinner on Friday. You're like, "Oh, like, so what's your good baby name?" Like you play dumb with it. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's fucking. You know. Yeah. And I just family. I throw grenades and like mines in there and see what happens. You know. <laughs> If I know two family members have different points of views, I'll just be like, hey, who'd you vote for? Yeah, it's real fun. Out loud and just see what happens, you know? And then Uh, Nick's famous thing is like, all right, I'm going to head out. Yeah, I'll literally like plant it and then be like, oh man, got to go. He'll just leave the room. Irish goodbye. That's terrible. It's the worst. Well, me and Pete, we talked about this before. I'm, I'm an early bouncer. You know? Oh yeah, the Irish goodbye is like my signature well, move. Well, like I'm talking about like family dinner, like a Sunday family dinner. Oh well. You know, like I'm not like in a right, rush. I have a question though. Yeah. Like when is like the Irish goodbye, and then when is it like you're rude? Like you're a rude ass. Um, yeah, like, I think, I think, I think the line gets drawn at fucking family dinner. I don't think I've ever Irish goodbye my family. Oh, I'm not Irish goodbye. <laughs> I was talking about like at the bar when I'm ready to go home. No, and... no, no, no. Nick will literally like we'll be like, hey, it's Halloween. All right, we're about to go for a walk. Bye. 
<laughs> oh, we literally were just about to walk with your... We dad. have a puppy at home. Best excuse ever. We have a puppy at home, Dad. <laughs> That's a good excuse. The Listen, thing is, I'm a if good it was, dog dad. If, if it was... You're, you are... What is that? Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. We got Charlie in the studio, right? Yeah. yeah. Charlie. Can, can someone lift up Charlie for the camera? We, we, this is the cutest dog. Charlie. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> the new the new podcast mascot, yeah. um, the best dog ever. Have you heard of Barks? No, I don't okay, think so. so I, to clarify, I don't Irish goodbye, but my thing is that like a Sunday dinner, once dishes are clean and Ma served dessert, oh, what's okay, then. It's like, what? I feel rude staying longer. my sisters you know? and my mommy clean the dishes. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit, I hope. The only time you clean the dishes is when you want to leave. That's no, literally that's, the only time. That's a bad rap. Listen, I feel rude overstaying my welcome. <laughs> um, so my thing is, I, I'm i good with social cues. My Someone gives me a look, and I'm like, listen, I get it, you know? But here's the thing. Oh, I, I value sweet. Sunday nights. I like to be in bed by 7 o'clock on Sunday nights. What the fuck? Fuck you, Pete. You're you're nocturnal. We record podcasts on also, Sunday also nights. Also, he's a liar. I'm not. Yeah, I, we can establish no. one of those lies right now. We record podcasts on Sunday nights, and we start at six o'clock. We're not done until seven o'clock. Okay, I said I'd like to be in bed by you know. You just certain... have, don't ever achieve it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you shouldn't have had me on here. I'm calling you. Oh, out. I can't okay, believe it took. I, it. I don't know how long we are into this Nick's episode. Nick's a hypological liar. I can't believe the first family <laughs> argument was just now. This I deep. told Pete we go zero to a hundred really quick. That was good, guys. Need to mediate. Gabby Let's keep that I, energy up. Gabby and I are one of those friendships, siblingships. Uh, uh, we love by uh, roasting each other. Like that's our way of showing love. Um, we Those will are go, the best. You know, I feel. I yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> sometimes our feelings get hurt. Maybe me mostly, but you know, she just oh, oh the baby crying. Um, no, so yes, I'm. I'm happy we got a little lighter note. Um, my question to you is: Give it to What me. is your favorite Thanksgiving food? I hate Thanksgiving food. What? I hate it. I only like mashed potatoes. That's Honest to food. God. Oh, ham. I'll do ham. The main Thanksgiving food, maybe? Number two, runner up. I don't like you turkey. You think ham is two? Yeah, well, I mean, Some people don't even have ham. ham, though. Some people don't even have so, ham. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have, so, Let's not fight about this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Listen. Uh, mashed potatoes could be could be... Listen, it's definitely a side for Listen, me. but mashed potatoes have to be good. Yeah, right. ham, yeah. That was my point. Is like you, you, The main course is, I feel like, either a turkey or a ham. But some people don't have ham. Like, sure, I said ham to someone the other day, there. and they were like, ham. And I'm like, yeah, I have ham. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because I don't like ham. turkey, but I have ham. Oh, you're one of those ham people? Yeah. <laughs> We've always had ham at my house. Yeah. How's not, that not a big you? turkey guy. Your parents are, are split. Do you do one year, one I, year? No, I do two Thanksgiving's. Oh, yeah. And then I do JoJo's, too, so we do three Thanksgivings. Okay. Wow, it's a good time, huh? Eating good. Damn. And how do you pace that out, eating-wise? Wait, uh, all on the same day? Yeah, all on the same wow, day. Wow, that's, okay. like... That's Last lot. year, uh, JoJo's was, like, super early. We didn't even do, like, Thanksgiving dinner. JoJo's mom is Argentinian, so I think she made, like, fucking empanadas and yeah. some other food, you know? So we got, like, a nice warm-up to the day cool. at JoJo's mom's house. They also drink this stuff called Anana... Well, we call it banana fish because that's what Excuse it me? sounds like to me. But it's like banana fizz or something <laughs> like that. It's like some fruity, like you would compare it to like prosecco, but it's like an Argentinian thing, you know. And yeah, it tastes maybe like... you just didn't interpret right from prosecco over there to banana fish. <laughs> well, <laughs> prosecco is an Italian thing, you know. This is a Latin thing. 
No, I get that, Pete, but how the fuck does that translate? Well, I'm obvi- the, the Spanish word is obviously not banana fish. Yeah, that yeah. was my gringo, gringo translation. But it sounds like that. And, and Do they I'm... speak Portuguese in, in Argentina? Or no, that's Spanish? Brazil. Okay, Hold on. Right. Let's go back to three Thanksgivings in one day. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. So that was my point. The first one, you're really just pre-gaming with yeah, this pre-gaming. Prosecco yep. shit, you know? Yeah. And some empanadas for breakfast. It was early in the day, you know? Cool. So it was a good start. And then you go to, like, the first Thanksgiving at, like, a moderately yeah. early time. Maybe, One like, slice 4 of turkey, o'clock or yeah. something. You pace yourself, yeah. yeah. So, question. How are your parents and her family, like, do you guys, like, fight over, like, which one is Pete and JoJo coming to first, second, and third? Or is it uh, just, like, whenever they get here, they get here? Yeah. The second part. Whenever they get here, they get here? Yeah. That's nice. Everyone, well, their chill level is 1,000. Good and for you. Everyone gets along pretty good well. Good for you. And, and that's my thing is... Well, hold on. Let me change okay. that a little bit. The chill level is a little lopsided. You know, like, my mom gets priority for, like, the Thanksgiving dinner. And it's not, like, family versus family. It's, like, mom's side versus dad's side, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, JoJo's family is, like, super easy. And she's just like, yeah, if you guys can make it great, come over whenever. And that's why we end up there. Well, she like, has five siblings, right? Yeah, big yeah, family. Yeah, yeah. So if we oh. were missing, it, like, wouldn't be the end yeah, of the world, yeah. I don't think. But my mom, it's, like, a big deal. She's cooking everything. It matters a lot to her. Yeah. Yeah. So we, like, go there when she wants it. And then my dad, like, could care less as long as he gets to see us. Yeah. So Are your like, parents remarried? Uh, they're... My dad has had a girlfriend for, like, a long time. I don't think he'll get remarried, though. Mm. But mom, no. She has been in a few relationships, but not remarried. Cool. So one thing we haven't talked about yet is Gabby and I were roommates throughout <laughs> college. Uh, if, whoa, whoa, don't laugh too hard. Um, I moved up to college. I went to Valencia, which was a community college outside of UCF. Um, and as, as I was moving up, I had a roommate that I was planning on on living with and he didn't end up going to UCF. So I was kind of like, didn't have a roommate. Gabby and what are, is one of our best friends now, Corey, um, lived together and I told her, can I live with you? So she basically said yes. (laughs) And I don't know if that was a, you just said, I told her, can I live with you? Well, and that like might question. have been how it went. Well, I yeah. think that's a good thing. <laughs> Sometimes you have to tell people a question. Like, hey, Pete, do you want to go out tonight? Like, I'm like, I'm telling you. like, This you is know? a good example. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm All not, right. like, asking, you know. But right. I feel like that's a little bit of my personality is, like, just come. Right. Well, this yeah. just yeah. happened, like, two weeks ago. And you're like, hey, I'm going out on Friday. I know the odds are slim, but you want to come? And I was like... Oh, maybe. And you're like, I'm going to take that as yes. You know, I don't do maybe. Yeah, I hate me. <laughs> Pet peeve, maybe. Oh, or like, I'll, I'll let you know. Nope, I yeah. need to know now. Was um, I there? Yeah, it's fun. That's nope. fun. So when I told Gabby that I, I needed to live with her, uh, she said yes, graciously. And we moved in together. Mm-hmm. Um, in this home? No, this is in college. Oh, but UCF. Uh-oh. All right, so we lived at Alfea Club. Shout out Alfea Club. You know UCF. It's now the middle of the hood, but um, it uh, it was a it was a really good growing experience. I we was don't really... we don't know that. Kind of. We haven't been there in a while. Yeah, let's not say that. That's not judge. Okay. It but, was at a time though, huh? It it was hot hot block, hot block <laughs> up in there. But it was a uh, party when we lived there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, College communities were always fun because, like, shit popped off, you know? Well, you're confusing me now. Was it a college community or was it the hood? So we lived around, you know how around FSU they had all these college apartment complexes? They're, like, yes. affiliated with the school. Like, they'll, like the bus yeah, will take you from there. your apartment sure, sure. to yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. One of those. But it's not, like, Near on the campus. Near the hood, though? No, like... 
Where's Orlando's the hood Orlando's not like from? not not hood. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. most of Orlando probably is hood. Um, I feel similar no, about Tally. But... No shade to Orlando, but most <laughs> times you're gonna be caught in the hood. You know, like there's like not near you. Yeah, downtown Orlando. I'm not gonna argue with you. Absolutely, but near UCF is like. <laughs> hey, Charlie. Charlie just came to visit. Don't piss. Okay. You want some camera oh, time, she Charlie? Gone. She gone. Um. So like, yeah, like downtown Orlando could be sketch most of the time, but. Near UCF is not. Tally, it's, it's very similar. Tally's sketchy yeah. as fuck, too. You know. Ooh, Tally's really sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get caught on that hot block. You know? right. But that was kind of my point, was like, you know, I was, was in the, the hot block. I was in the retreat, which is surrounded by the hood, but like, as long as you, you stay in the retreat, you know? It's not like you're walking down the street right. of the yeah, hood, yeah, you know? Yeah. It was like re- pretty safe, even though yeah. there's. But like, it's like that everywhere. Down, where I live now is the exact same That's thing. True. I live in a nice gated apartment complex, and right across the street is a. Not very nice apartment yeah, complex, yeah. you know? Like, it's like that everywhere. Yeah. I just think you just gotta, you know, just watch your back, you know? Yeah, don't get yeah. caught lacking. Just be smart. So we lived together, and um, we learned a lot about each other, you know, even more, like, you know, it's one thing being brother and sister, but it's another thing being roommates. Well, it's weird, because you live your whole life living together. Yeah. So you're like, not a big deal. <laughs> That's a funny point. Yeah. Let me live with my brother yeah. since I've been right. doing that you said for that, 18 like, years. You live your whole life being brother and sister as if that didn't also mean pretty right. much being roommates. Right, it also roommates. meant roommates. Like, <laughs> your our whole, whole life. life we lived together. So I'm like, college, That's like, he's That's a good point, yep. yeah. yeah. Um, but college is different because, like, in the, in the household, like, you have parents telling you yes or no what to do. Yeah. Up in the college, you could do whatever you want. Sure. You know? But a long story short, living with your siblings sucks. Um, Hold on. No, I'm not going to say that, I'm going to bring it back. I'll pull it back. Pull it back. Pull it back. Listen, it didn't suck when you wanted to have fun because you're fun. Yeah. Sometimes. I'm not going to, I'm really not going to give you compliments. My fun dar is pretty high. You're fun (laughs) at times. My fun dar, this kid. That was good, dude. Thank um, you. But you went through some shit, and I went through some shit, and we were that mean to each other. That was the second saga of living together. Oh, okay. So first saga was fun nah, as was fun. hell. Yeah. yeah, really fun. We also lived next to Andrew and yeah, Adam yeah, 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 yeah. and Tom. Did you Were you close to any of your neighbors in, in your college experience? I sold a lot of them weed. Oh, this is true. You were the yeah. plug. Yeah. Pete the yeah. plug. Um, so we had a lot of fun that time. Yeah. And things weren't that serious. Things weren't like, that serious because yeah. you're 18, 19, 20. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Like, she knew I was ripping it three times a week, and I was like a known thing. I'm a, that's pretty good when you're in college. Yeah. Three times a week? Yeah, that's, those are low numbers. Rookie numbers. You think? I mean, dude, if you're going to school in Tallahassee, there's something to do seven days a week. You were going out seven days a week? Bro. I was not. I was different. My roommates were, though. If you were really? pledging a frat, you were shit like that. Hell no. There's def- we- three days a week. is. Con- I know grown-ass adults still ripping it three days a week. <laughs> That's true. I kind of do sometimes. Um, so, with living together, we learned a lot about it, one another. Like we said, we lived together for two sagas. We lived together my freshman and sophomore year of college that I dropped out of. Her, her junior and senior year, and then she went off for a year, and then when she moved back, we lived e- with each other again. Yeah. When I was and in grad school. When she was in grad school. And I think at that point, we were in our adult stages of life, where... Like, I'm paying for school yeah. kind of stage of life. Yeah. Where, like, 
don't tell me what the fuck to do. You know, I'm a grown ass adult. I have perspective now. Like it was too just, you know, Still in Orlando this time too. Still in Orlando, Sanford, Orlando. Um, so it was it was tough. Uh, the ending of that was not well at all. Um, that was in through my Adderall phase, and as I as I said before, the downcome of Adderall. Um, I was a fucking pit bull, and if you poked me, I fucking bit. Um, like especially and when I, was I am not one to not. Poke, yeah, especially yeah. my brother. Uh, what's what's the worst fight you and your sisters ever got in? It could be either one. Was it bad? No, um, off the top of my head, I can't even think of a real really? bad one. The only time, okay, so like I think this is actually a good question for you guys because how far apart in age are you? Two pretty, and a half years. That's pretty close. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you guys always got along relatively well, right? Very well. Yeah. yeah. Really well, yeah. Um, me and my sisters also always got along really well, mm-hmm. but I always sort of attributed it to how far apart in age we were. Um, I'm five years older than my younger sister and seven years younger than my older sister. Wow. That is so a it's gap. a pretty big gap, yeah. you know? Yeah. And for that reason, we were never at the same school at the same time. Yeah. We never had the same friends, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that was usually the cause of a lot of conflict. At least yeah. like the example that I always got to see in my own life was Evan Harvey and Olivia Harvey. Correct. Them being very close in age and yeah. always like constantly, you know, yeah. no, I don't, I don't want to make that sound like there was a bad, no, you know, but you siblinghood, bump, you bump heads. but they bumped yeah. heads a yeah. lot, you know, but it was always cause like Evan yeah. was flirting with her friends and like, yeah. you know, pissing her. See, that's interesting, though, because we have an older sister who is five years older than Nick. So I was always that middle, best friends with my sister, best friends with my brother. But they were five years apart. So, like, same thing. Like, they didn't have those mutual friends. They didn't have, like, mutual parties or they weren't in high school together. They were never in college together. So There was no overlapping drama. So it's interesting. And and all three of us kids have way different personalities, right? So, like, Marina the oldest is very... I don't pick up on that with you two. Uh, okay, so she, I'll, this is what I'll say, as I think Marina's very, like, 75% analytical, uh, you know, she really thinks about her next move, she's an introvert in a great way, like, she's not an introvert, like, don't come over, but, like, she just, she's a homebody, yeah. um, and she likes to know what she's going into, and, like, Marina would not be on this podcast right now, you know, like, she is the best person, she gives amazing advice, she's very strong-willed. But that's like her personality, super chill. Gabby is a mix between insane, um, absolutely crazy, and super chill. I want, you to, I want you to explain what you just said. So like I'm saying like you're 50-50. Like you're a chameleon. Like cool, you, you cool. could you could do the chill, I'm gonna chill at home all day in my oversized t-shirt and not not do anything. Um I, I you, love you a know, good oversized t-shirt. Uh, yeah. I uh you know I'm very good at work. I have a good, you know, I have a, another side of me. But then there's like, you know, Gabby, who <laughs> you know, we all we all done seen that Gabby, you know. Um, Explainer. Gets down with it and, you know, twerking at the club and there's dollar bills being thrown up in their hair. You know. I thought he was going to go crazy, crazy clean. Oh, then there's that Gabby. Who, so she actually has one of the people from the multiple personality. You know, yeah. it's like she turns it and she's like, I'm Shelby now. And just starts wiping every fucking thing down. And, you know, like, dude, she'll vacuum in the same spot for like 45 minutes. <laughs> Most girls you do know? that when they, like, get blackout drunk. They have the alter ego. Most don't do it when they decide no, to clean the house. Saying. It's a multiple personality disorder. <laughs> I'm Shelby But if now. she's cleaning and you're not cleaning, boy, you're getting thrown shade. Mm. You know, like, what's that fork doing in the sink? You know what it's going to say. I just finished 
lunch, bitch. I'm not, you know, but here's my thing. I'm a end of the day dish guy. Are you a... Bro, a, you are not a dish guy, period. What do you mean? You aren't a dish guy. I, I do dishes. You do no dishes. I do do dishes. Are you a dish guy? I do, yeah. I do the dishes every day. I do them at the beginning of the day, though. He's talking about See? how clean you he is. you leave them overnight, though. Yeah. Yes. Um, Thank you. Crazy. No, I do not go to sleep with shit in the sink. No. Yes. I'm and I'm okay with that. Here's the thing though. Of like, course you're okay with it. You're also okay with the hummus on your fridge after you put your fingers in it. All right. <laughs> it happened a few times. It's not happening every time. Big fan of hummus. So I like I like, work late, you know? So when I come home from work late at night, and I yeah, usually like I'm eating right before I start working, you know? So it's like dishes are in the sink right before I go. I'm not gonna wash them like right before I leave, you know. Yeah. To, and uh, and then when I come home, I just got done working all day. I don't feel like, you know, washing the dishes. I kind of yeah, just want to yeah. unwind. But when, the first thing when I wake up in the morning, I, like, make breakfast, which requires a lot of dishes, pans and shit. And then, then, then I clean slate, you know? Yeah. And that's Listen, just my cycle. As long as cycle. you're cleaning, it's really... No, that's it's still it. a 24-hour yeah, totally. cycle, yeah, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You good with that answer? <laughs> but I also I'm good am a big not advocate. With you. To be honest with you, I'm cool not living with you, and All that's right. and that's because I love you. All right, bet. And I just I've always said I love him so much. I just don't want to live with him because then I won't love him so much. Okay, okay, that's, <laughs> I've that's, always that's said pretty it. Deep. <laughs> but it's, you say she fucking hates me. <laughs> no, you, you guys have lived together for a long time. What's the love level at? Like time. now, we've lived together a long time. No, so and we've done really well. Very well. Did, what do you yeah. guys take on um, disposable well. plates and utensils? Every night. Yeah. Right. Oh, not utensils. Uh, no. Paper well, plates. Well, it seems like oh, kind oh, of a waste. Why one and not the other? Paper plates always. Imagine people, if you used sleep, a plastic utensil as well and there was just no utensils. dish. I know it, like, listen, if you open my utensil drawer, though, there's only plastic utensils. That's oh, that, no, that's weird. That's my utensil yeah. drawer has utensils. I just don't use those ones. You know, now that you put it in my head, it might be a thing. Why do one and not the other? That's true, Pete. Wow. But they shop at Aldi, so that's super sus. We, uh, my husband shops at Aldi. It's a fight. I hate Aldi. So we, hate Aldi. I hate Aldi. Listen, I you guys like, are throwing the H word around like crazy. I dislike Aldi. Why? Yeah. Publix is a shopping is a pleasure. Okay, well hold on. You can't just your answer can't just be the name of a place that you <laughs> all right, like. All right, all right. What are the all reasons right, I'll give you, you the reason hate I don't Aldi? Like Aldi. This is Why crazy. do you hate Aldi? You walk Costco. in. Costco. If I were to say, if I were to say, <laughs> he said it's the court. Look at this. I said the court. I get paid no. for no court, bro. He gets I no. For no he gets so defensive. This is the thing. If I were to say, Don't where is the milk in Aldi? You can't tell me. You well. can tell me where the milk is in Publix because. Publix is organized. Yeah, there's aisles. There's, there's aisles. There's levels to this shit. There Listen. is not a calendar. Sorry. There is not a... I get furious. Yeah. There is not a calendar next to your cereal. It just doesn't happen in Publix. I'm in Aldi, there's a calendar. There's shoes. There's umbrellas. They sell next shoes? Next to my food? That sounds oh, like yes. a utility store to me. Aldi's sells... Everything? That sounds like a good you problem know my, You know my first experience at Aldi? This is what really set me over the edge. I go to the line. Beep. You already know my edge is going to be. Right, right. Bacon through, milk, eggs. And yep. it just, like, they're on the conveyor belt. It just goes to the end. And they're yep. sitting there. Like, 14 groceries are sitting there. Tuck and you're waiting shit. for someone to bag it. And I was like, yeah. damn, like, where's that bagger at? You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. And then they said, oh, yeah, five cents a bag. Yeah, yeah. I picked up all my groceries, threw it in the basket, and say I ain't ever coming back here again. Right. Well, I mean, back to episode like three. 
I'll tell you where you guys fucked up. You went and walked inside Aldi. I've never been to an Aldi in my entire life. Because you're one of those shipped people. I just ordered yeah, the groceries. He's one of them. He's and, one of them. you know, you can make the argument of, like, I don't want to pay the extra, blah, whatever. But I skip, the, I don't pay for a cart, I don't pay for bags, and I don't have any frustration with my say, grocery shopping you experience. Get a quarter back. Yeah, you get the money back after you return the car. But, like, don't you get... So you're not paying for a car. Correct. You're paying... It's so no one steals the card, I think. Right. Right. But that's so like, we should be easier on Aldi, but it also sucks. I, I will and go You to should Aldi. also just not go to Aldi and order the groceries, because yeah. it, it's yeah. worth it. And, yeah. you know, for someone who has never been to Aldi before... Wait, it's you've like, never been to Aldi? I have. I'm saying oh. for someone who hasn't been to Aldi. Oh. Our viewers. Like, yeah, like... Oh. like <laughs> We've got a lot of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Who've probably never been to Aldi. They, they might go now, you know? I thought... I thought you should. I encourage our, you. Our, um, in-house viewers. I Aldi, you if you're looking for a podcast to sponsor... <laughs> okay, with so... With roughly 125 <laughs> subscribers... <laughs> DM me. That's right. <laughs> Let us know. Okay, so say uh, Publix is um, uh, Chick-fil-A. Aldi we is like... That's putting them on we a pedestal. We were talking about Marina for a minute. Aldi was like... Oh, yeah. What happened to our sister? I think she's chilling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about her. I think... Uh, what? No. Gab- we were talking about how you're five years apart from her. See, here's what's happening. This I, is why I, I can't be on here. Y'all are too what? much. What? What? You, you are scattered. I ask the questions, bitch. You answer them. <laughs> you, don't be, you, don't, you don't be asking me questions. All right, all right, all right. Sorry. What you mean? Wrong spot, wrong spot. <laughs> okay, so as I was saying, <laughs> all these. <laughs> no, Raina's super awesome. <laughs> she has a baby She's now. She's chilling, I think. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to Raina? She's I... chilling, I think. <laughs> we have a niece, all right, bro. Look, She's the best. Yeah, at Amelia. Um, how do you like that name, Amelia? Um. It's yeah. our niece's name. Damn, you can't say um. <laughs> well, why not? I you can't have an opinion. I actually have an opinion. opinion. Yeah, it's a great name. Y'all didn't like no. Now I'm scared to say my opinion after no, I get don't be scared. Like All right, Pete. What's your what's your if you have a son tomorrow? Boom. What's his name? Uh, Pete. I'm I'm junior. I got to keep the line going. Oh, are you? Yeah. Interesting. The third. <laughs> yeah, the third. Peter Price the third. Yeah, I could totally see it. Dude, I wanted Nicholas Agnelli the second, but I feel like that's a little. You're not that great to have the second. Damn. We're gonna have to pull up the clip from the previous episode where you said it was gonna be like ravioli, stromboli, yeah, lasagna, fettuccine. Yeah. Okay. Luciano is a real thing, and it might happen. Okay, so Luciano. Fingers crossed on that. It might happen. Who knows? You never. Life is crazy. Paige, um, you guys have a son tomorrow. What's his name? You got to vote? We like, we Nolan. like. No. Oh. oh Nolan. Shit. Oh, the woman does. That's see where this is going. Nolan it is. How is that not sexist? A woman? Sorry? Let's not talk about that. Okay, I guess you're right. They, they birth it. Um, yeah, dude. There's a lot of stuff involved there. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. We'll probably just take that one out. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's going to have a lot of editing. Yeah. <laughs> probably just take that one out. <laughs> now we got to leave it in. Um, oh, so, fuck. no, I'm ready to super chill. <laughs> Gabby's not super chill. Um, honestly. All we were talking about was how. Trash Aldi is. No. Okay. Pete was saying how he's far apart from his siblings. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. was saying how I feel like. 
there's maybe some more um, difference of opinions and mm. more like turmoil mm. between like me and you and me and Marina because yeah. we're closer in age. Right. Whereas you and Marina are five years apart. So there's not, you guys didn't like overlap. But also I'm not like, an, I'm not like a hard person to get along with, but I do a lot like, like I'm, I'm not like. You're annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In the best way, you know. <laughs> You're not supposed to be the one that says that. Yeah, you know. Usually the person I, I, that. I feel like before you say that, you have to do it like with all due respect. <laughs> like, I feel like that was one of those, you know. All right, this is the thing. Just try it one more time. It's, all right, I'll, I'll try it again. Everyone loves you. Everyone does love. See, see. Everyone I, loves I'll you. All due respect. With the, with all due respect, everyone loves you, but you're annoying. Yeah, sick. And then, and I'll tell you why. Super sick. I'll tell you. Why. Okay. Because I bring the fucking heat. That's why. Keep going. That, that is why. Yeah. 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 You're, no, uh, oh I mean, that's awesome. You're that's awesome. Head for the community to hear. That's that. awesome for the community. <laughs> tell me what this you is, think about your brother. He's fucking annoying, honestly. No, I'll tell you what. With all due respect. <laughs> you added that part. Yeah. This is the thing. Unfortunately for you, you had two older sisters. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Unfortunate. Oh, yeah, that, that's a fact. It that's is. awesome for the community. It, it's unfortunate. Because you had these women that were just constantly telling you what you're yeah. doing wrong. So no, I get right. it. Yeah. I get it. Was there a lot of things you was doing wrong? A lot. Dude, a lot. Imagine having three microscopes on your ass a day. Every day. It's a lot, man. But also we had a lot done mm. for him growing up. No, maybe. <laughs> I mean, my mom like we just dinner. opened up with no. this. Like, if my if my mom could wipe him, she would, and he would let her. Like, that's the kind of wait, shit. Wait, like, wait, that's so sweet. wait, I'm wait, not letting on. her wipe me <coughs> right now. <laughs> saying, like present day, no, yeah. My mom would do anything. I'm my mom's favorite for perspective. Right, so I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, in a, in so, a weird way. Someone call way. it in present day, like a mama's boy. Yeah. Um, I guess that's me. Uh, my brother-in-law is shaking his head, so I guess that's confirming that's me. What so was the guess, latest age she wiped your ass? I think I potty trained at four, five, maybe. Is that normal? I don't know. I, do you remember the first time you wiped by yourself? <laughs> no, no, I do. What? What yeah. do you mean, bro? Paige? Um, uh, yes, we have someone in the audience that... Oh, yeah. uh, remember how I said Paige has these crazy stories? Like, I've never ate a hot dog before, though. That's <laughs> yeah. She just said she was um, potty trained at one years old. Is that right? No. No, her mom confirmed it. It's her a, mom's full of shit, too. It's a, it's a thing in the family, and she's the newest one to the thing family. in the family, Gab. No. Not Jimmy Neutron. No, I said it's new. She's new to the family. It's a thing in the family. What? That we are all wondering if that is a true statement. Oh. My mom did confirm. We're By just, one. You were, were wiping your own she, ass? Maybe I was off diapers months, and said, walk. Mom, I got a... Like a you said at one? <laughs> she said at one I was potty trained. It just, it didn't happen. I was taking my essay. We love, we love you. <laughs> we love you. I jogged to the local CVS, picked up my diapers. <laughs> that, you, that's impressive. Listen, we're not all doctors here. Teach Charlie a thing or two, will you? Um, well, if you're out there and you were potty trained at one, please comment. 
Um, Let us know. Yeah. Wow. Anyone else out there? um, Because I was like four or five, maybe six when I was potty trained. So when was um, the last time you wet the bed? few nights ago, probably. <laughs> that time you got really drunk? Yeah. Uh, no, I threw one party in college where I woke up and my bed was just soaked. Nice. So I was assuming it was piss. Could I have was... been something else. Puke? Oh. Puke. Oh. I was going did puke. You, did you mind going to puke? Yeah, initially, yeah. Okay. Well, where'd yours go, bro? I'm not that. I was thinking like squirting or something. Okay, that's not what I w- that's not where I was going. Right. <laughs> okay. It's optimistic, but... <laughs> this is another thing about me and Nick is we're too close. Not in a sus way. Not, not. <laughs> yes. That's like the not number six sus in this episode. Sus we got like six. In a way where I throw like, the sus count on the I screen. have no line in terms of like what comes out of my mouth yeah. a majority of the time. And I don't either. And Nick also does not have a line. Yeah. So there's many of times that. In but the, I'm fucking annoying. In the long time that I've been with my husband, he'll look at me like, "What?" Why are you saying yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And you're you're the same way. No, so that's yeah. that is that's something. So you can understand how we get into big fights sometimes yeah. because we both just you know rip yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so you asked me, and I'd give you a bad answer. I don't know that I really had ever had like a terrible fight with my sisters. Have you guys had like a blowout though? We did have one big big old blowout. Um, so what happened I'll let, was I'll let you take this. Um. Damn. Okay, so I'm gonna interrupt is, you if you're This whole wrong. episode is gonna sound like we're not like close. I like, think people like, understand. Yeah, like we're like we're the best friends, right? We're fucking close. Anyone who knows the acknowledge knows we're fucking close. Not sus close. Close. Um, um, but what I'm saying is, is through this phase of the last time we lived together and my Adderall phase or whatever, when I had downfalls, it was an explosion. Gabby was drinking at the time, not not alcohol. She was going out every weekend, um, and uh, I was in college. We were in college. We were partying still, right? So it was, I think, uh, Cinco de Mayo or Labor Day or one of Memorial Day. I think it was Memorial Day, and we went to Cocoa Beach. When you lived in Orlando, went to UCF, we go to Cocoa Beach. That's like the beach to go to. Hour hour and a half away. You bring all you know. You bring all your tables out, and you fucking party the whole day. I loved going to Cocoa Beach when I lived at UCF. Mm-hmm. Because when you live in Jupiter, let's like a beach just day... Like, no, let's no, just no, make this like... To the point, I'm saying this. But when you live in Jupiter, <laughs> you, you don't... This is how I tell stories, okay? No, 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 no. I mean, like, I just mean, not like great. the exact thing that happened. Like, just... No, so here's what happened. Um, <laughs> that day, the you know, we, we were getting crunk with it, you know? Um, <laughs> I, I, I was drinking a lot, um... Uh, and we were playing flip cup and just getting, you know, and get- so we're, we're pretty feeling good. And um, Matt and Gabby drove together and me and my friends drove together. We had a hotel room that night. So um, what happened was. Why did you have a hotel room? Because it's an hour and a half. Hour and a half. I didn't feel like driving home. Yeah. So I got a hotel room. I'm like, I'm going hard today. Trying to be responsible. Yeah. yeah. Good, good. So what happened was is. Me and Gabby started like barking at each other, like, oh, this, oh, that. And it starts off funny. Yeah, yeah. Like, it starts off like people are laughing. Okay, like, brother and sister roasting each other. Like, yeah, like, fun. ha-ha, yeah. And then, like, it, it was like, oh, you know, you got like, I started... a small dick. We'll bleep that. And then she's, and, you know. No, we won't. Yeah. <laughs> and then she, and I was like, wow, you're, you know, and then it got like pretty we'll bad. We'll bleep that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> So then, like, that's how... It, we'll bleep both. But I was like, that's how that escalates. 
And then I said, like, you know. Escalade like a car? No, like. <laughs> that's Escalade. Escalade, that's with a D-E. Yeah, that's what you just said. Escalate like at the mall. Escalate like. I know what you. I know what you meant to say, but you didn't say that. That was like, you understood me. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. 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 So, um, did you see so, that backhanded high five? That, that was nice. Cool. That was really nice. That was cool. Um, so we got into it, and I was calling her every name in the book. She was being very mean to me. I'll, I'll, I'll because Nick's extra. I will honestly say this was a very. Heated. I thought people thought one was going to swing on one. It was real, and it's never been that way. And I will say, I was wrong, hundred yeah. percent. I should not have said the things I was saying. Yeah. I was wrong. However, because of your situation with, because I mean, I mean, like, like if you're in a crowd of people and you don't know a lot of them, and your sister's saying, but I you will got a small say, dick, no, I will people like. A, a thinks that's sus, but B, the like. I will say, eight. though. I think that's eight yeah. now. I will say, it was mostly. It's like believable, you know? <laughs> but hold but on. I've never. You said that twice now, so is that, was that the turning point in the argument? I will that say. That made it get serious? Listen. <laughs> the small dick rip? It was mostly. It was. It was mostly your friends, so. Oh, that was the line, you know? Because everyone is crying laughing. Like, oh, your sister said you got a small dick, oh you know? My God, Which is weird dude. in itself, because I've. You almost I've confirmed it by getting angry. It. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right, Pete. Yes. You brushed it off yeah. and been like, hey, good job. This is my point. I'm sticking up for you right now. Yeah. My point is you were in a in a state of extremes with with your Adderall situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were in a, in a state of my sister pissed me off. I'm gonna I'm really pissed off. Yeah. Yes. Instead of like saying like my sister's being a a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a bitch. I just need to ignore yeah. it. You were like, I freaking hate Adderall you. Adderall was gas on the fire. Yeah. It was literally nah, taking you. Yeah, sure. it, it was yeah, like, yeah. where if that happened in today's world, I would be like, you bitch. And then I, I mean, it was like, like Mike, yeah. Tom, John. It was like your friends. Like, it was it also random people like Flame Flip Cup, though, that we didn't know. Sure, but it wasn't like a, it, it wasn't, I was wrong, yeah. but it wasn't a state where like you should have gotten as that, mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. So we didn't. We lived together, just him and I, and we didn't talk for I think four or five months. Wow! Yeah. It was really, really, wow, really yeah. strange. And you want to play the silent game with me? I will win, motherfucker. Like I will. <laughs> it's. I did not text you or talk to you for two and a half months. And our mom is so um, involved that she was like, "Have you talked to Nick today? Have you talked to Nick today?" And probably saying the same thing. Like it was yeah. very awkward. It was yeah. like I would leave for work or internship or school. And it was like no communication for a good solid four, five months. And the crazy thing about it is, like that day, she was feeling whatever. And um, but with the Adderall, I could drink everything, but still talk like professionally, you know. Yeah, yeah. So like after that fight happened, I literally called my mom, and I verbatim had like a five minute conversation, just explaining like in detail, using very like big words, like like I was at school, yeah. what happened. Or Gabby was very, you know, like sloppy and like you know so it was weird even though we had drank the same even though you know we were both partying it was two way different spectrums so I, it's not like my mom believed me but like i was the one saying like yo this is exactly what happened um and i didn't deny it like yeah. i i've said then and i'll say now i was wrong i should yeah. you know you don't you don't treat people that way that you yeah, love yeah. but it was not as like i've probably said worse to you to be yeah, honest yeah no for sure <laughs> but to the adderall point also like I've taken it plenty of times also and gone on little binges of it and like I know that shit fucks with your emotions mm-hmm. tremendously yep. you know yeah. it changes the chemicals in well, your brain well and it's funny because I was never like, snappy like that my entire life yeah. right. and like you talk about like like 
him, myself, and my sister are all very close. So, like, we have, like, sibling nights probably, like, once a month on average. And we'll go out and we'll just tell each other, like, exactly how it is and what's pissing us off about each other. And, mm. like, and that's what I, I feel, feel like makes healthy, us close. Though. Yeah. And, and I would recommend a lot of people, if there is beef, squash it because it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's very rare occasions where I don't tell him what pisses me off. Yeah. Like, yeah. a majority of times I'm like, listen, that was messed up. This is how I think yeah. you can do it better. Mm. Do what you want. But, like, I'm not shy about... Do you bring that to your, your personal relationship as well with your husband? Yeah. I mean, we've we've been together ten and a half years now. And... High school sweethearts. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's funny because people, like, I have a, a friend that just recently asked, like, you know... Just talking about his relationship and saying how there's stuff that bothers him and what does he do about it. And um, I said, there's times like once Who is it? a friend. We'll so. believe it. What? We'll believe it. No. Okay. I'll tell you later. Um, <laughs> I love the power of bleep. There's a. And I said, I'm like, you know, just because we're together a long time, I still, like, we'll have conversations every year, every two years of like what I need, what I'm yeah, struggling yeah, yeah. with, what do you need? Like, what am I not doing that you need me to do okay because there's i mean a relationship isn't just solid 100 percent of the time that's mm, not work. yeah it's it's work and it's constant like and it's it's interesting because like i feel like relationships now like you're fighting with the internet like you're fighting with social media yeah so like if i see someone post flowers from their from their husband or boyfriend or fiance i'm like Damn, I haven't got flowers. In my head, I'm like, what the hell? I haven't gotten flowers. And then I have to think, he makes me coffee every morning, makes me lunch every morning, makes dinner, does the dishes. Like, Gabby, what are you thinking, you know? Matt is a superstar husband. I'll give him that. He is. He's a superstar husband. So it's interesting because I feel like significant others, women and men, are just fighting with social media nowadays, which is so unnecessary. Yeah. But it's just what we're working with. Because even if, like, you're not, like, out there looking for a sneaky link or whatever it is, you have this perception what? or this... What's a slinky link? <laughs> <laughs> what? You know what the kids are saying these days? No. I'm a, sn- not. a sneaky link? I, I've been with hey, the same person for almost 11 years. Uh, you know, like a little side piece. Side piece. Never had one of those. Side team. I don't no know what that links? is. No, no. Never heard. The kids what are what did you it. just say? A sneaky <laughs> link? <laughs> What's a slinky link? <laughs> oh my gosh, Gavin. That's funny. Um, That's good. You should feel pretty good about yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Never heard that term. Never. <laughs> okay. Well, you're almost well, 30 Well, welcome now. to the millennial wow. mentality. Yeah. My sister's almost 30, bro. Damn. Still a millennial, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I feel like that's crazy. We're coming up on them years, dude. Right? We're a millennial. Yeah. Um, I'm not tripping, though. I don't really care. You ain't tripping off that? No. Are you? Mm, a little bit. We're getting old. I'm like, we've probably lived a third of our lives. You know, kind of a huge chunk. Sure. Felt like a long ass time. Are you looking for 100 years, dog? Medicine is getting crazy now. I ain't trying to live 100 years old. That's way too much, like, you know, life. (laughs) I'm like 72, 75. I'm good. Check it out. I'm checked, dude. Irish goodbye. My, my, <laughs> Irish goodbye. That was a good one. That was great. I give Dave one, one good fucking. <laughs> <laughs> What? I wish we had a camera, man. Yeah, yeah like, uh, no, I'm saying, like, one last hoorah. Yeah. You know? That's what you were saying. That's what you were saying. And then what I do is I get me boat, I, I put it in gear, and I just go forever. All right. So uh, hopefully you don't like All the right, boat cool, page. Cool. 
That's the last of that. So, you know, I just feel like... Oh, shit. You know, after the year 75, like, what... Oh, um, this is bad for my grandparents. Yeah, grandparent. stop. No. Stop. Yes, yeah. We were talking about openness. How you're open with, with people. I'm open yeah, with you. Yeah, but stop talking about that. I'm open with my friends and family. That's what we were talking about. Do. You um, need me. Do you think that you are smarter than the smartest fifth grader on the planet? No. Really? 100%. Why? You learn so much in elementary school. Like, so much shit that you and I, Pete, none of us remember. So much stuff. Well. There's no way. That's not the answer I expected. I know. I, do, I, feel I mean, like, like I, I mean, like, you. like take a now test. I'm second mark? guessing it. Well, yeah, I mean, it depends. Like, I'm not saying like, if you if I'm you give us like the F cat. I'm talking or like, like the pop quiz for his yeah, class that day. Like the adult IQ test. Have you ever taken that? No, no. I kind of won. Or like you saw the show. Are you smarter than a fifth grader before? Yeah. Right? Yeah, I can't win that. You don't think you'd win? No wow. chance. If you were to play a game show, what would it be like? Would you rather be a millionaire? Survivor, hundred percent. Survivor. Survivor. Or no, Big That's Brother. Big one, Brother. Man. Big Brother. Big Brother. Okay, I was about to I say. I could be fake, real, real. Yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? What do you think? Um, I want to do like, uh, what's the obstacle course? The Bachelor. Like? No. Ninja. <laughs> yeah. Ninja what? Warrior. You want to yeah. be a Ninja Warrior? Yeah, that'd be fun as fuck. You know, I applied for the Bachelor when I was single. <laughs> I sent in a video. That would have been thing. good, dude. Poor thing. I was they like, should have picked you. No, they shouldn't. <laughs> dude, all those guys like over six two, and then they're even like five. You would have been a good dynamic. There's a few real short people there. Is there? Yes. They like short people too. Good for the bachelor guys. Good yeah. short kings. I saw that. Short I'm not going to say any of them ever won, dude. No. Short, short kings. kings. <laughs> That's the next T-shirt. We're short kings. <laughs> That's so I feel like if you're under 5'10", you're short king. I'm putting that in my notes, yeah. dude. Short kings is good. Listen, listen. It's hard out here if you're under 5'10", honestly. You know, Ooh. like, but you got to bring that heat. Um, So I think you'd be good at Big Brother. You're a fake bitch. With all due respect. <laughs> <laughs> and you got respect. a small dick, <laughs> With all due respect. <laughs> with all due respect. <laughs> I think I would, I think Big Brother or Survivor, either one. I don't think you're about that camping life, Gabby. How long is the Survivor, like, like how long are they out days, there 60 days, I think, 60. Oh. Uh, that sounds maybe like it sucks, kind of. 60, I think 60. It'd be fun for like six. Yeah, and then you're like, okay, I'm over the mosquitoes, you know, yeah, like, probably. where's that bug spray? How about Naked and Afraid? Oh, hell. Naked and Afraid would yeah. be so bad. Would you be straight, meaning a girl, and you just, your dong is out? <laughs> what kind of... It's a broad question. Um, probably like in not. In the game show of Naked and Afraid or like in at the bar? Scenario, like what are you talking about? Do you think that if you get a stiffy, it's awkward? But it's natural, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm taking the natural uh, excuse. With the what? It just happens? Yeah, what'd you expect? I'm but sorry. then she's staring. You know what I'm saying? It gets awkward real fast. It's awkward if she stares yeah. at it. That's unheard. <laughs> um, no, but for real. Uh <laughs> I think that you um, oh, you're gonna do amazing things. <laughs> I hate you. That was the I hate you so much. <laughs> I think I think the world is yours. Um, you know, I was listening to this the other day. You know how I say we're in a simulation. You know, Facebook just created the meta world. Okay, the meta world is this universe 
that's going to be VR jacking off. Uh, you ever seen the movie? What? what? That was Dude. a little sus. It's uh, nine suses. The, the movie Wally. You ever seen that movie? Yeah, yeah. Where they're all in Wally. And they're. What? <laughs> Wally. He makes that. That's, that's what he calls yeah. himself. Wally. All right. That just gave me the chills. <laughs> well, it seems like you didn't even see the fucking movie. <laughs> well, they're in little pods, you know, and they're flying around. Yeah. Basically, what the meta universe is, is they try to give everyone. You're losing Gabby. Are you not <laughs> You're losing me. Have uh, you read these? What do you yeah. think? <laughs> Thank you guys for watching, listening, and subscribing. Um, Gabby. Finish me off with one last question. Um, Give me a good one. Give me a good one. Fuck Wally. These should be done. I thought I was going great with the Wally thing. <laughs> this is the funniest episode. No, um... <laughs> I think I think you're just a good person, and you're gonna do so good in this world. Um, you know, <laughs> she's so abusive, man. Honestly, bro, she called me an annoying fucker. She looked me in my eyes. I feel like part of this was like I needed to no listen, to let people listen, in, you know, to me, to you. But but that's not the good thing, yeah. I said everyone loves you with all due respect. <laughs> with all due respect. You're all right, annoying. so, um, no, I think she's been constructive. <laughs> no last question. I have a question no, for you. Oh, okay. Sick. Sick. All right, here's my question. What do you think people over-exaggerate about you and under-exaggerate about you? That's cool Both question. of you. Okay. Nick, you first. I think... Um, overestimate and underestimate. People overestimate how much I think about things before I do things. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. And I think people underestimate how much I care, but I show my caring in a different way. Okay. I, show, I hear I that. I show my caring... In a, the way I talk about people when they're not around, the way that uh, I express love, um, like I, I do it a lot with gifts too. I'm a gift giver. I like you know, um, you know. So like, I think sometimes it's hard for me because like I'm a, I'm kind of viewed as the guy who like just goes places, have fun, doesn't give a fuck. You know, Nick, like he leaves early, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Which was like all bad things, um, <laughs> um, but I think that I, I, I'm not joking when I say I think I have a lot going on in here. I don't know if it's ADD, whatever the fuck it is, but um, I have a lot going on up here. It, but that doesn't mean I don't care. That doesn't mean that like I I don't love. I told Paige right when we got Charlie, I said I'm not gonna love this dog the way you love this dog and the way you express it. Um, but like uh, the minute Charlie whines. In the middle of the night, I sit up, and Paige and I will both go let Charlie out. But like, I, I find myself showing the love in different ways, and for a lot of people, that's like basic dog ownership. I understand that, but for me, it's like the small steps and the small things I do um, that sometimes goes unnoticed. But like, uh, whenever I bring Paige home flowers, like that means like I was thinking about her the whole day. 
but to her, it's just flowers, you know. And she does, she's not like she doesn't thank me for them and love them, but like that's the way I express love, you know. So, what I'm hearing is that you care a lot, but people don't recognize that you care a lot. Like, I would die for any of my 10 closest friends, 15, 20 closest. Like, mm-hmm. I would, um, if someone was talking shit about them, like, I, I I guess loyal is a good way of putting it. Once you're in my circle, um, yeah, there's just, uh, you know, I, I care and love you so much. Got it. You know? Cool. That was really good, dude. That was a good answer. Really well said Thank you. on yeah. both sides. Thank you. And I love that people overestimate how much you think about things because you don't think about a lot of things, which isn't a bad but thing. But that, that, that reaffirms my point of 100%. saying 100%. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like, no, you were, like, you were honestly, and background story, Matt and I visited Kelly at work the other day and we had, we have these cards we go out with whenever we go to different bars and drink and it's actually really fun. Plug it. What's the get. name of it? Oh, it's in my purse. Um, it's called, it's, it's a, like a little black deck and I got on Amazon for like 20 bucks and it's like cards that you like conversation starters. Yeah. It's, it's conversation starters with like couples. Man, I've been dating for a long time. So I'm like, let's go out and like, let's ask people random, like each other random questions. And one of the questions was that. And I was like, God, that's a really hard question. So we were visiting Kelly at work and we asked her and we were just like shooting the shit talking about the question. And it's just something really interesting to mm. think about because it's like, turns your mind around like how are people perceiving you and how are you exerting yourself in a way that people are perceiving you in that way so it's just an interesting question that's a tough question it is it's hard it's a hard question i honestly you answered it it. so well like quickly yeah and because i think it's something i fight um i think it's something that i i battle with because um i know people one thing I'm very good at is per, is reading a room, f- feeling in perceptions. I, I know where I stand in a lot of people's eyes. Mm. And I'm okay with that. You know, like, I am who I am and I'm unapologetically me, you know. But, um, you know, it but is But I what think it, is. it goes back to originally my first question and whenever you're talking about the Irish goodbye is like, when is the Irish goodbye and when is it rude? Mm-hmm. Like unapologetically me for me sometimes I feel like is almost an excuse for like I'm an asshole. Right. I'm unapologetically me. Right. But I'm yeah. actually the things that I'm doing are asshole moves. And I'm only saying this because you're my brother and I'm yeah. allowed to say it. No, that's a really good point though because I yeah, think there's like, a fine line of what that you mean by unapologetically right. me. Yeah, like unapologetically me or Irish goodbye. It's no, dude. You're you're leaving the party early and you're saying I do Irish goodbyes or I'm unapologetically me or I have a new puppy. Cool. I get it. Right. But like when, where is the line of like I'm myself. And let me be me. And when am I being rude? Yeah, right. And the thing is, your family loves you so damn much that it doesn't matter. Whichever one you are, it doesn't matter. Sure. Ask Matt. We get, like, Marina and I will fight with our husbands for days about you because that's how much we love you <laughs> and we love our siblings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, when it, where is the line? Like, yeah. No, I get it. This is where you need to come in, Pete. Yeah. No, no that's okay. You, so do you, want, you, want to hear, you want to hear my input on that one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so like I kind of chimed I in. I love your input on this. Like I said earlier, um... I feel like the line gets a little blurry when you're involving family, you know? I'm a big advocate of the Irish goodbye, but I also have an extensive background in, like, the nightlife industry yeah. and managing bars and clubs. And a lot of the time, 
after you're closing places up at two, three o'clock in the morning, most of the staff is ready to like go on to the next bar right. that's open and keep rallying and, and going. And you have to like make an excuse to get out of there. Right. Yeah. And a lot of the times I might be like, oh yeah, see you guys there, you know, and yeah. then I get in my car and I go the fuck home because yeah. I have to do the same thing the next day, right, you know, right. and like... I don't necessarily feel bad about that because they're going as a squad, you know, and when I don't show up, no one's good. It's not ruining anyone's night right. or affecting anyone, you know. And I think that's pretty harmless, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think there's probably plenty of situations where it's pretty harmless. You know, you got to work the next day, but your boys and everyone's rallying at the club or your girls yeah. are rallying and everyone wants to go out to the next place. I also think that, like, really your friendships should be in a place where, like, you can just say, like, hey, guys, I got to call it a night, and that yeah. should be okay. You shouldn't have to Irish goodbye. Yeah. Um, also, but I also think me and Nick have that kind of a relationship yeah. where he would respect it if it was like, nah, dude, seriously, like, I, I got to call it a night. Yeah. But it would take, like, ten minutes of him going, oh, no, you right. know, like, you're right. coming, dog. Right. And, uh, and just to avoid even that harmless ten minutes of back and forth, I'm just going to dip and not yeah. say anything, yeah. you know? Yeah, sure. But I think if you're abandoning someone in a situation, that's obviously fucked up. Yeah. If it's a group setting and you're just going to sneak out and no one will notice, then whatever. I think it's pretty harmless. Yeah. When it's a family thing, I think you owe your family the decency of being like, just even straight up. I'm like definitely guilty of this, you know. Um, JoJo's super close with her family, Mm -hmm. spends a lot of time with her mom, goes and like on her days off, just hangs out at her mom's house and will kick it with her and do nothing and just hang out at the house. Right. I'm not necessarily like that. My days off are usually like even pretty structured of what I'm doing. And, um, you know, I see my family. They live relatively locally. I see them as often as I can. But at the same time, like when it's time for me to go, I'm not afraid to be like, all right, guys, like I I, yeah. I got to go, you know. And they respect that. And I yeah. think respect it more than if I were to make up some excuse or just yeah. awkwardly dip out and not say anything. Yeah, I think without getting like too like – Sister, I also see my family brother. like several times a week. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's we're very like, close. So it's, it's not, it's not like, you know, uh, you're seeing your family just over the holidays and I'm Irish goodbying. I see my family, right, right. you know, multiple times a week, and and to be honest, it's probably one of my worst qualities. But I just, I'm always like on to the next. You know, I'm just, you know, and that, that sounds bad, but also I'm, I don't know. A good what way are you afraid it. of in that scenario? though? like, you think if you told everyone, hey guys, I got to call it, I got to get home. Or I'm I'm wrapping it up like they well, like, they would fight it. I feel like as the as it, the night's coming to a cap, like I'll be like, okay, we're gonna get out of here. Like I don't like. Right. That's you, but you could say that, and then yeah. it's not an Irish goodbye. But I, oh, I never but, Irish goodbye. I never Irish okay. goodbye. No, 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 no. Because an Irish yeah, goodbye no, would be you say no, nothing and no, you disappear. No, 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 no. He always says something, but I think my point is, he it'll be like in the middle of something. Uh, I never leave like in the middle of a dinner, Gab. When's the last time I met and left in the middle of a dinner? That's cap. That's cap. I'm calling that. First of all, I don't know what that's cap means. I'm not sure what that's that means. That's a lie. Um, second of God, all, you are old. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what that's. <laughs> With all due respect. <laughs> that's cap. Is that something that's a thing? You cap. Yeah, it. you're perking. You, you're, you're full of cap. Couldn't tell. Quit being green, Gab. No, what that? No idea. Green? Is that a lie? Come on, give me another one. We can give you. You're a cunt. (laughs) God damn it, dude. Is that a new one? (laughs) That's not what I meant. That was good. Uh, I think going back, and then we're going to wrap this shit, is that people people love you, and people want you around, and sometimes you're like, 
even before you leave, you're like in the background, like looking like a creep, like just staring at people not involved in any conversation. I'm starting to get why Nick wants to leave. Yeah, and then you're just like, people in this episode might go. actually take my side and feel like I'm bullied, like abused. Take maybe? his side. Take oh, it. Maybe shit. comment alone. You think I'm abused? <laughs> Um, oh my God! You are the least abused. So, person Gabby, you are a, a really amazing person. Oh, fuck. What would you like to leave the people with as just one quote to live life? You know what's interesting? I'm going to be very vulnerable. And last night I couldn't sleep, and I was thinking. My brother had texted me earlier in the week and said, "I'm just going to talk to you about, um, mental health, in the youth and children's mental health nowadays." And there is one thing that I wanted to say. Um, being in the school, I hear a lot of, um, labeling and not labeling in the way that people in society may think that I'm talking about. I mean, labeling in the, like the terms of like anxiety and depression and things like that. And if there's one thing that my, that I could leave my opinion being is that, um, kids can be nervous for a test and kids can be nervous to make new friends and nerves and sadness and um, uncomfortability are feelings that kids can have. And I think if we can take those big words, those diagnosis-type words, mm. those words that kids hang on to that don't even really know the meaning of what they are, I think that would be really effective Absolutely. for our kids and for our youth because there's many a times that I'll go to a, a class and pull a kid and say, Freddie, how are you feeling? And I'm anxious. What does anxious mean? I don't know. Okay, so do you have a test? You know, then he'll then it'll yeah. come up. I have a test tomorrow. Okay, are you nervous for the test? Yeah, I'm really nervous. Yeah. Okay, so you're nervous for a test. You're right. not. That's normal. Yeah, you're not anxious. Mm. Were you sad yesterday because your friend was mean to you? So you were sad. But I feel like Damn, nowadays. Gab, that's so fire. I really yeah. like that. I just feel like nowadays. I feel like, like a lot of times with adults, it's the same thing too. Right. Oh my adults, God, I'm so yeah. depressed. Everyone's you know? got anxiety. And there's now, so you know? many Feelings seasons are of life. Yeah. yeah. There's so many seasons. And like, there's, there's times that I have been really sad for months. And could it be a season of depression? Sure. But when you tell a five or a six or a seven or an eight-year-old that they're depressed or they're anxious or you label a feeling that they're having, yeah. that's not fair to them because then they go to adults and they it say that they're anxious them. or they have a generalized anxiety disorder at the age of nine. Like that is not something that needs to stick with them their whole lives. Yeah. Kids can be nervous. Kids can be sad. Kids can be mad. Kids can be – kids can say no to you and that is not a defiance disorder. Mm. Like – there are, like, kids can express themselves and not have to be diagnosed with something. But I feel like in this day and age, a lot of adults and a lot of people are telling their children what they're feeling with these big words that these kids don't understand. Mm -hmm. And then these kids are going to adults like psychiatrists mm -hmm. who can diagnose people and give out medication to these kids that are so young that don't even know what that word means. Mm -hmm. But because mommy told me I'm anxious, now I'm anxious. Mm -hmm. So I just... Be careful with your words and your labels. Yeah. Just be careful with what you say because kids are sponges. They soak up everything. Yeah. So even if you're saying, honey, daddy was depressed for a year, they soak in. If daddy yeah. was sad, now they think that if they're sad, they are depressed. Yeah. yeah. And if they're depressed, they're depressed, but they don't need to have these big words because those mean something in the yeah. real world. Yeah. So that's the 
I'm happy that you asked me. That that's was one so thing. good. Yeah. That was really good. Because that's the thing I find in schools the most is that these kids are coming to me and they're saying I'm anxious. And I'm saying, yeah. what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Every time they tell me that they feel a certain way, I'm saying, tell me what that means. What does that mean to you? And or like, the, sorry, one no, more thing. Go, go ahead. They'll even say things like, I want to, like, an extreme, but it happens. It's happened multiple times this year even. I want to commit suicide. What does that mean to you? What does commit suicide mean? Because nowadays with YouTube and TikTok and a kid of mine today was saying that he plays a game that that I know for a fact has curse words and kills people. And, you know, they watch all these things and they talk about suicide and falling out of windows. But in my game, whenever you fall out of a window, it hits a car and the car saves you. And you know, so it's just important to talk to your kids. If you say something, what does that mean to you? Mm. And then let's talk about what that really means. Yeah. And then, you know, I say to kids, if you were to kill yourself, what would that what would that do? Mm. You know, like let's talk about what that actually means because there's vocabulary words that parents are just, or people, or other kids are just spewing at kids. Yeah. They're, they mean something. <clears throat> there's a lot of weight to those words. Yeah. And these kids are hooking onto them. And that's why people are like, these kids are growing up so fast. Well, mommy and daddy are telling me I have anxiety. Mm, yeah. No, honey, you have a math test tomorrow. Yeah, that yeah. shit's scary. <clears throat> yeah. Like, remember your times table test where you had a minute to answer your sevens times tables? Hell yeah. And whatever you got, like, that was your score. And then the next week, it's your eights. Yeah. That shit is scary. I hated that. But you come to school and you say I have anxiety. Now you're in an anxiety group. Right. And then you tell mommy that you still have anxiety. And now you're seeing a psychiatrist mm-hmm. once a month. Mm-hmm. Now you're on medication. You're on medication, right. And that diagnosis stays with you. Right. And I wonder if these these pharmaceuticals push these labels like everyone. Like I, I might just be different, right? I might just have a different mind. But I tell people I'm ADD because that's what was pushed. Like everyone who's crazy, you know, talks fast and yeah. is, is hyper, it's ADD. No. But maybe it was an Adderall uh, pharmaceutical that was like, if we push this, then people want to chill out their minds while they take this drug. I think there's definitely some truth to that. There's a correlation there. And I don't know. Or it's interesting. Sorry to cut you off no, again. No. But it's just something that I'm passionate about is that there's like these kids that are seven, eight, nine, ten years old that are just freaking hyper. Yeah. yeah. But school is so fixated on his schedule right now that if Nick is super hyper and he's fidgety and he's whatever he is, it's looked at as... He's so ADHD. Right. No, the kid needs to move. Yeah. The kid needs to have like instruction that is up and running. Mm-hmm. And and it's not the teacher's fault. It's that the district and the curriculum is so rigid nowadays that it's not flexible enough for the kids that need movement. And the kids that need movement is every child. Mm-hmm. Every child needs movement. Yeah. But if Nick looks like he needs movement where the other kids are really good at sitting still for a half hour. Right. It's like Nick is the one that looks like he's ADHD. And maybe he is, sure. but maybe he's not. So why are we going to take him to a doctor or get him med, you know, on all these meds right. if maybe he just needs some movement? But education nowadays is so rigid, which mm-hmm. goes back to my original thing of like my heart is so in like, let's make these kids know how to make relationships. Let's mm-hmm. see how they can bond with others. Let's see how they can build friendships with others. Like, mm-hmm. Why are we shoving this shit down their throats? Yeah. Like, what, ask every high schooler, what did you wish you learned in high school? How to write a check. Yeah. How to not go in debt. Yeah. How to, uh, you best, know. Best class I ever took K through 12 was a keyboarding class. Teach how to keyboard. Sure. Like, shit that you'll yes. actually use. Like, and, and again, I know academics is important, but it's just like going back to the fact that, like, school nowadays is so 
black but and academia white. means so much different things to so many different people yeah. and learning and experiencing is so such a such a uh, a, a subjective term you know and it's like it, it just means so much different to so many different people yeah. to parallel your the, the original original part of your story though I think identity in a, definitely labels but I heard this story one time and I'm gonna butcher it but this kid took an SAT because his mom made him his senior year of high school he was a 2.0 student just getting by taking regular classes and he took the SAT and he got a nearly a perfect score so he comes home and his mom gives him the envelope. He opens up the envelope. It's, it's a near perfect score. The kid goes from getting a 2.0 in high school to finished almost valedictorian in his class because he, he saw this letter. He's like, wow, I'm just, I'm superhumanly smart. I never try. I just, you know, I got this on this test. Ends up going to college, right? Becomes a lawyer, lives his life. 15 years later, they get a letter in the mail from the SAT organization that says that year 12 students got sent the wrong score and he was one of the 12. Mm. He actually got like an 1100 and it said he got this crazy almost Isn't perfect score. Is that a true score. story? Yes. Mm. But it was the fact that someone had given him this confidence and this identity that you are incredibly smart that it clicked in his head that I am incredibly smart. I have that identity. I can do what I want. Mm. And that there's there's no guidelines that no one could put on me because I am smart. In reality, he wasn't. But since he told himself that everything... Well, he wasn't, like, book smart. He no. wasn't applying himself either. Yeah, yeah, Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the power of that identity and what you're being told and what you're telling yourself about you um, is huge. But also, what is the definition of smart? Because there is a boy at my school that will be the next, like, Bill Elon Nye. Musk, yeah. Will yeah. be the next, like, Bill Gates. Like, he is so smart. If he went to, like, a Montessori school, he would be, like, over the moon. Yeah. But he is stuck in this structured atmosphere yeah. of math, reading, two-minute brain break. Now I'm going to go to this. Like, it's like he doesn't get to express himself. Yeah. Think about all these, like, weird-ass, like inventors, weird ass people that have created these amazing yeah. things. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you, and I know for a fact that a majority of them were not straight A students. No. Yeah. They were the bad kids. Yeah. They were the troubled. Oh, the teachers had so much trouble with them. All of my kids that I'm thinking in my head right now, like they will be amazing entrepreneurs, amazing, like, and like, astronomers or inventors or whatever you want to call them like they yeah. just need freedom yeah. to learn but in our education system it's so strict and so on schedule and so mm. on you don't let these kids be themselves yeah. right. and so it's just and i think at those young ages too it's like it would be more valuable to instead of it being so structured around like standardized testing and teaching kids to pass the next test yeah I wish there was more like discovery things where yeah. they got to figure out the things that they like, you know, yeah. and and there will be things that, you know, like art classes and creative things that don't fit for all the kids. But there will be half of the kids that it does sync for and, you know, kind of yeah. connects the dots for them. And it it gets them thinking in the right direction about like right. the things that they're actually passionate about and the yeah. things that they care about and maybe more like apprenticeship focused. Yeah. Learning, you know, without further ado, Gab, I think you, uh, as I said, at the beginning of the episode, all jokes aside, you are an amazing person. You're going to give so much to this world as you already have. Um, if you guys have any questions about anything to do with kids, if you're a parent about to become a parent, you have a younger sibling or anything to do with relationships, really, um, reach out to Gab. 
she's just a really good person to give you insight in her opinion. Like I said, she gives great advice. Um, your your handle is Gabby Agnelli on Instagram. No, it's not. No, it's not. Gabby Adamowitz. <laughs> no, it's not. No, okay. Okay. We'll put it in the description. Yeah, we'll put it in the description. This, that was sick. Um, and uh, guys, I know this episode. I am a psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know this episode has been all over the place, um, but that is our relationship. So Thank I think, you. I think that's very fitting. Thank you for allowing me on here. Yeah. Thanks, Gabby. I know it probably wasn't easy for it, you. It was. It, honestly, this has probably been the hardest episode because it's tricky like to ask. It's almost like rhetorical questions because you know the answers to them, you know, and the whole thing. But, you guys are doing an awesome, awesome job. Thank you so much. Keep Thank it up. You. you guys are killing it. Thank you guys for watching, listening, viewing, and subscribing. Continue to look out for our announcements and the things we got coming up. December 4th, baby. Yes, be there. December 4th. Uh, please subscribe. Please subscribe. Please subscribe. Tell your friends. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. Let me hit Wait, well, maybe it's all that kind of thing